laziness. That's right. The inhabitants had lost interest in their home improvement project halfway through, stopping without even bothering to put away the ladder, bucket, or paintbrush. Pinned to the front door was a wad of fading notices from Evanston's community patrol asking the inhabitants to please tidy up or else they would have no choice but to leave another note. Full disclosure, Evanston's community patrol was an all-volunteer group with no legal standing. Sleeping soundly, tucked beneath plain white sheets, in his room on the second story of number 16 Forester Lane, was Jonathan Murray. It was a dreary room, with little in the way of personal items. A calendar from the local dry cleaner hung over the bed. The thick shag carpet, while clean, was a drab shade of brown that matched the curtains. The bedside table contained an old alarm clock and a hairbrush, nothing more. And it was here, amid this dowdy decor, that Jonathan suddenly awoke and cocked his head to the left, much like a dog whose owner had called his name. He then pushed back the sheets, walked to the window, and sighed. Jonathan was always sighing, a result of finding himself terribly dull. There was a garbage truck idling in front of the house. Only it wasn't trash day. Jonathan thought, and while the truck looked like one of Evanston's eco-friendly fleet, it didn't sound like it. Curious, Jonathan leaned out of his bedroom window and squinted down at the street. A camera with a telephoto lens was hanging out the passenger side window, snapping pictures. Why would anyone want photographs of his house? Jonathan wondered, until the appearance of a bicycle with a billowing red flag distracted him. On the bike was a community patrol volunteer, eager to write up the driver for both noise pollution and trash day schedule violation. However, upon seeing the bicyclist, the driver immediately put the truck in gear and clunked away. Never one to give up issuing a ticket without a fight, the community patrol volunteer popped a flashing red light on the handlebars and set off in pursuit. Still standing at the window, Jonathan turned his attention to Freddy the paperboy, who was tiptoeing up his neighbor's driveway, carefully laying the Washington Chronicle on the doorstep. Unlike other mornings, Freddy paused and then carefully inspected the front page. Although Jonathan couldn't see what had piqued Freddy's interest, he would later learn it was a photo of a wild-eyed man with a six-inch gray afro shoving a cookie into his mouth alongside the headline, Real-life cookie monster faces a hundred years in jail. The sound of giggling, Jonathan's parents giggling to be precise, drifted into his room, reminding him that it was a school day. Jonathan then showered, put on his standard outfit of khakis and a white t-shirt, and headed down to the kitchen. Posters of rock bands lined the hallway, each taped or pinned haphazardly, keeping them consistently crooked. At the foot of the stairs, an arcade-sized Pac-Man game and a popcorn machine framed the entryway to the kitchen, a.k.a. the comic book library. There were literally stacks of old editions stored in the oven, freezer, and pantry. There he is, our favorite child, Mickey Murray called out as Jonathan entered the kitchen. Mickey had the appearance of a skateboarder or a surfer, 
with blonde windswept hair, a honey-colored tan, and a getup that included both swim shorts and sandals. Well, if it isn't our number one son! Dark-haired and olive-skinned Carmen Murray hollered in her thick Mexican accent, pumping her arms in the air as if performing a well-orchestrated routine. Petite and smiley, Carmen still bore a striking resemblance, both physically and mentally, to the cheerleader she had once been. And while Jonathan liked cheerleaders well enough, he sometimes found his mother's optimistic approach to life bordering on delusional. I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but being number one or your favorite child isn't much of an accomplishment when there's only one kid. I mean, there's not even a dog to compete against. Jonathan grumbled as he picked up empty bags of chips and tossed them into the trash can. You want a dog? I can get you a dog. Old Lady Preston can't even remember how many she has. We can take one off her hands.